ebony and ivory live together in perfect harmony ebony ivory ebony and ivory podcast show Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of Ebony and Ivory Podcast Show. It's your boy, William, and my guy, Johnny Ross. <laughs> I don't know why. Different. <laughs> I uh, didn't want to go to JR for some reason today, but... Um, what's... I kind of gave you that name, JR. No, I like it. You're kinda, Did no one ever call you JR growing up? You're the only guy that called me that, really. Well, people call me literally... Uh, Sports, whatever people just called me like Rose usually, or like Johnny Boy. But then, like recently, somebody like mistake my name for Ross, like in college or something, and people started calling me Johnny Ross. And uh, isn't that the running the wide receiver for the Bengals? Is his oh, name John, is, Ross? Yeah, John Ross, the guy that uh, yeah. was the beat the forty world record, forty yard dash world record. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That beast. What's up? Man, not much, you know. Long day. Suck. Not really. You know, had to broke the mic, had to go get a new one. Tell so. me you uh you work it out right. in the mornings now. Good. I am trying to work out in the mornings. I saw us record that newest episode of our podcast and I looked at myself and Grinding. I was just like, gotta make a change. Yeah. You were you were acting very uh dramatic about that a little bit though. <laughs> Well, man, no, I mean, but, no, but I feel like you are your your biggest critique, you know, sure. like so critique. Right? It's hard to see yourself on camera, like regardless of the situation. I think so. Yeah, and I mean, there's not a lot of people out here just like recording themselves and just you. You're so vulnerable when you're in a position like this when you're recording yourself and just putting it out there for the world to just kind of critique you, you know. So I feel like while doing this, I want to put. I said the world, like we're on a world platform for the community to see us, but. You know, I, I mean, I we wanna, are putting it out there in the universe, uh, like forever, on the internet, right? So, exactly, it's kind of a weird thought, but yeah, and it's out there. It's like it's out there, out there, and that old fat image of you or whatever, you know, like that you thought was gross is out there for forever. So, hopefully, I can at least make that change and kind of just showcase that. And then it's, it's funny though. Look refer, at like you, know? you think you're. Whenever you look at yourself now, you like you don't think you look that good. But then, like, five years down the line, like, you're like, oh, I looked good back then or something. Like, in high school, like, yeah. or when I was 20, 21, I was like, didn't think I looked great. But then you look back, you're like, oh, I, was, I looked younger. I was proud of my life. So, like, five years from good. now, we're going to be like, wow, we should have uh, just, like, appreciated our youth, I guess. Nah, I mean, dead serious. Like, I used to think that I wasn't popping back in high school. And then I look back and I'm like... I was at my peak physically, <laughs> like yeah. back then. I, I'm getting and old. Then, we're we're getting old. I'm feeling old, like, like lately. Like I've noticed. Like I we tailgated this weekend. I'm just sore still, just like from walking around. Like um, <laughs> from the weekend. <laughs> well, you did walk like 30 minutes yeah, to get to the tailgate. Um, and I've also, I'm old now. I've started like reading the paper. Um, I feel yeah. like an old guy in like the park, like playing chess that's what i want to be when older like playing chess in the park reading the paper uh smoking a cigar (laughs) 
I, I want to do the same thing, but not at a park playing chess. I'm going to wake up and look at the stocks because hopefully I'm <laughs> investing in stocks and stuff like that. So you just wake up, yeah. you know, depending on where I'm at in my age, pour me a nice glass of some bourbon at <laughs> 7 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Light up a cigar. And yeah. And play some golf. Some That's what I hope I do. Just hit the golf links every day. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I've started wearing shoes that like, um, uh, I'm just wearing the shoes for comfort. Like not. I don't care about how they look anymore. <laughs> like, gotta gotta uh, protect Ew, these uh, feet. You're really just letting yourself go. <laughs> no, it's just like I get what the dad <laughs> like. You grow into a dad look, like cargos, like comfortable shoes, like just things that are useful instead of trying to look cool or whatever. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I get it. I I think I've gotten to the point now with the whole like chill out on like wanting to have like name brand everything. I remember I would have been the person with like a full Nike outfit on back in the day, like Nike shorts, Nike shirt, or Nike, just gross. It sounds gross. But now I'm like, you know, Hanes underwear ain't too bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like or, Nike shoes like are terrible like, for your like feet, for my feet. Well, yeah, I mean, I wear Chuck Taylors all the time now. Those are actually good for just like, like, with lifting weights and stuff it's like keeps your foot flat but i'll always invest in nikes like i'll always at least have one of those crazy yeah, pair of nikes. nikes though like at least one pair but every every dad had the uh, air monarchs the, the ultimate dad shoe you're not rocking those are you no, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Give me like 10 more years, maybe. Oh, jeez, bro. You're but only going to be 35 in 10 more years. Dude, Please Kanye, Kanye was, like, made him cool, didn't he? Yeah, but his is Yeezys. Like, Yeezy, you can get some dad Yeezys. That's fresh. You know what I'm saying? That's ridiculous. Kanye was not wearing Air Monarchs. Yeah, he did. I, I swear somebody did. Uh, he, like, got a custom Air Monarch pair or something. Spice Adams? Mm hmm. You know who know. Spice Adams is? Uh uh-uh. uh. He's the I, one that does that lab. Ha <laughs> ha. Spice Adams. You've never seen him? He's like a sports broadcaster, played in the NFL, and he has all the funny videos on. He's like, well, listen here, Chuck. You never heard him? No. Hold on, Chuck. Hold on, Chuck. And he's always got his earpiece in. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I probably have. I don't know. Oh, oh my God. I thought you were talking about like the old spice, old spice guy. No, no, not that guy. The, uh, I don't know. But dude, I found my old uh I found my old Game Boy. Let's check out this sound. This is a beautiful nostalgic sound. <laughs> Do you have yours too? Bruh, it's a, it's a Bruh. thing. I'm actually borrowing this too. What you what you playing? <laughs> Give me one second. No way. How do we have the same like this isn't playing. We have Pokemon, each of the no. Pokemon editions. This is ridiculous. Uh, I got another one in here somewhere, but that's hilarious. That is absolutely. You can tell what generation we grew Pokemon up in. Pokemon Fire Red. <laughs> God, I have that shit somewhere. That is hilarious. That was not planned at all. I heard you like clicking that before we got on are here. You up? But anyway, I was gonna say I was gonna ask you what starter you are, but I don't know if people want to hear about Pokemon. Uh, like. I kind of been going. I'm talking uh, the original. You pick Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or Charmander. Charizard. Or I mean, I go Charmander all the way because Charmeleon and then Charizard, two of my favorite. Yeah. Like I remember, like the teenage, like the second 
the second version of Charmander was like the teen evolution, like Char Charmeleon or whatever the heck. Yeah, and he was like no BS type of attitude. He's like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't gonna play yeah. no games. And then it just escalated when he became Charizard. He he was willing to light you on fire. Yeah, I mean it's no debate really. Charizard's the the best Pokemon. But yeah, I far, used to, yeah, I did Charmander or I sometimes did uh, Bulbasaur though, because when he leveled up to uh, last choice, no, that's Squirtle uh, to Venusaur. Oh, Venusaur was Venusaur. really powerful. Yeah, he's the one who has the cannons and stuff on his back. Is that no, the, that's, that's Blastoise? The Max for Blastoise. There, I mean, I'm, you can't really go I can't wrong. Get it. The, he's the one with the vines that comes yeah. out of his butt or underneath his. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, my favorite was Slither. <laughs> Slither. Slither. <laughs> my favorite Slither. was um, <laughs> like the fighting Pokemon, like Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan was based yeah, on like Chan, uh, Jackie Chan, almost like. Really? I think they were based on Jackie Chan and uh, Jet Li. Is that what his name was? Bruce Lee. Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee. Yeah, Jet. Is there a Jet, Jet Lee? Lee? <laughs> Is there a Jet Li? I think there is, bro. There might be Bruce Lee Jet Li. I've never I remember him. the famous Jet Jackson. I don't even Jesse Jackson. No, it was like a Disney uh, series, like a. Bro, Jet Li is real. I told, uh, I knew it was real. I don't. I just is he like the off-brand Bruce Lee? No, so Jet Li was like the actor. Like he was in like Fist of He was in all the Asian movies. You remember Jet Li from all the like not Asian movies, but all the um he was in like all the fighting movies, like Jet Li. Let me see who Bruce Lee is. You don't know who Bruce Lee is? Oh, okay. So Bruce was Bruce Lee real though? Like was he an actual Are like you serious? Yeah. Alright, so Bruce Lee, Jet Li whatever. <laughs> no, Bruce, no, Bruce Lee was like the, um, like the one of the most powerful fighters of all time. Like he had that six inch punch that he did. Like that, he's his, his where they put it on here and they go like that. Yeah, his fist was just like six inches away from you, but like then he hit you, and he could push your whole body like f- a few feet. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then Bruce Lee is the one who's in like um, no Bruce Lee. He was in that new Tarantino movie. Is uh, not Bruce Lee. Jet Li. Jet Li. Jet Li's in like um, he's in the modern day ones. I think Bruce Lee was. Just, no, Bruce yeah, Bruce Lee was back in the day. Um, he's in that. Have you seen that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, but remember Cradle to the Grave with uh, DMX. No, he was in those movies. Stop. Like, yeah, you don't remember Cradle to the Grave? Drop. Drop. Yeah, he was in the Expendables. That's Jet Li. Dude, I, I, the Enforcer. Dude, I know who he is. Let's stop talking about Jet Li. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care anymore. I guess I'm like remembering I'm as I read it all too. Um, but yeah. Um, Whatever. You were in town this weekend. Uh, we missed last weekend's week's show because uh, uh, we had some technical difficulties again. But uh, And we just really like couldn't find the time. It was just a busy, really busy week. Um, yeah. But you came in town. We tailgated. Um, of course, the Kentucky Florida disappointing game. Um, were they we, our kicker? As soon as I saw our kicker's face before he uh, attempted the game-winning field goal, like 
I knew he was going to miss, but uh, chance poor. I'm not going to I'm not going to hate on him too much though. Like I uh I don't want to say he'd lost the game for you all. Like not you all. No, he didn't lose the game for us, but he we could have won it. Right. I think what lost the game was the two interceptions. Yeah, well, I just think I don't think Sawyer Smith played that bad, but he did have those But it was his first game, you know, like playing in Florida. Um Right. Of course I miss Terry. I think we would have Pretty, I think we would have like won by a couple touchdowns with Terry. Um, right. I just think he can't get the ball out of his hand the way uh, Sawyer can, in my opinion. I've watched so many times where like Terry is just like he just doesn't pass the ball. He's like holding it for like forever, and then he gets sacked. Yeah. Compared to this new guy, he can sling it fifty yards. Yeah, he's got an arm know? on him. That's for sure. He's uh he's got a little swag to him too, but. He, he right. kind of got a little too cocky, I guess, and threw that like sidearm interception. Right. Um, and I was happy with it. I just think it's ridiculous how we're not ranked still, like, because um, they were number nine, and like we dominated that game. I thought, like, for the first three right. and a half quarters. Um, Kentucky don't get no respect in football. My no, brother. they don't. It's annoying. Like, we're compete. Like, how can you have them over like Iowa or? Just boring. Like, we're in the SEC. We compete now. We belong in the top 25, I think. Let's be honest. Majority of the SEC teams, if they had branched out into other conferences, they would consistently make the top 25. Um, I just think when you're – they can't – I don't know. Like, it's, I don't understand why Kentucky, even though they match up against, you know, some of the best well, SEC it is a, teams. It's more of a down year for SEC. Um, uh, but – do you know Mike Leach, the coach of Washington State? Nope. Well, he's just like this oddball guy, but he used to coach at Kentucky like in year 2000. Um, but he has like top offenses in the, the country usually. But he uh, there's like a funny video recently. He has like he was talking about he's just such an oddball. He was talking about the mascots, like actual mascots fighting each other, like NCAA. Like say Kentucky right. the Wildcats, like um Notre Dame fighting Irish like leprechauns like if you think of the mascots like who would actually win and he went on like a big tangent about <laughs> who would actually like win in the fight so who would win in the fight between the UK Wildcat and the Florida Gator well he well it's I would say depends on the size of the Wildcat um oh, yeah I mean I'd have to give it to the Gator I guess though yeah the Gator can come in and out of water and once he gets like one bite on that that yeah. wildcat and he starts spinning around with that death grip. <laughs> well, the whole SEC, you'd have to go with Alabama, like because they have an elephant. Right. Yeah, you can't you yeah. mess with that. <laughs> what is Texas A and M? Aggie. Whatever. What's an Aggie? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I think it's like a. Ca- is an Aggie a person? Yeah, I think it might be like a cow cowboy type thing. Or can he kill a elephant? Maybe. I just really don't know what Aggie is. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a um, volunteer. What is a Seminole? Tennessee. I feel like a Seminole could hunt down a oh, – yeah. oh, that's Florida State. Oh, yeah. that would, Seminole would be good. Tennessee volunteers, that's the weakest uh, bunch of – A volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't beating no Isn't that a dog? Like, isn't their mascot a dog? Well, their mascot is like a, a hound. But No, that's dead. Nice. <laughs> that's done but uh yeah but 
whatever back on Kentucky. Like I'm not, I'm not going to hate on chance poor. Like it'd be, I think it'd be funny if we like went and attempted that same field goal on and like, see how badly we'd miss it or whatever before we talk. I'd dominate that field goal. Before we talk crap. Let's do it. We still haven't ran that 40 that we were supposed to run. All right. Well, yeah. Next couple weeks, let's go on a football field. We'll tempt that same field goal and uh, run a 40 and see how, see how we stack up. Hey, man, I'm down. It doesn't scare me off, bruh. bruh. And my cardio is probably better than yours. I mean, you probably are. Yeah, 100. 100%, baby. Baby, baby. All right, man. I don't know. I would, I, uh, for 9 11, or I, I attempted that, uh, the stair challenge or that people do. Um, you attempted the stair challenge. Well, you like simulate what the firefighters did in 9 11, like by walking 106 floors. Um, mm. where'd you do that at? Just on a stairmaster. <laughs> it's the same thing. Not, I mean, he's like 106 floors right, right here. 106 floors around here. Nah, big blue building. I could walk it a few times. I would love to go to the big blue building and run the. Actually, no, nah, I'd be dead. Like I wouldn't. I don't know. I know that some of that stuff isn't. What? Hey, tell me why I just saw on Twitter like headline: Chikashi Six Nine claims Trippy Red was a gang member during federal court testimony. He's snitching, snitching, bro. Takashi six nine, snitching, snitching. Oh yeah, I was going to say, um, every week we could do like a new segment, like what's trending right now on Twitter, like at this very moment. So I guess yeah, that is the top Takashi six nine. Well, the top one is Lawadowski. Who is Corey Lawadowski? Corey Lawadowski has begun his testimony before the House Judiciary Committee regarding the possibility of obstruction oh, of justice one by of these. President Trump. Man. Impeachment Dear hearings. Lord, bro. Dude, I don't know. There's an impeachment hearing every week, though, or like a, a threat. How do we – like, I don't believe it anymore. Yeah, I don't think he'll get impeached. As a matter of fact, I believe it's going to be Trump 2020, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you voting for Trump? Hell no, but I just believe. I just believe with everything in me. I mean, I've been watching these Democratic debates. I don't, I don't care for any of them. Man, Bernie's just yelling at me. Um, whatever his name from Texas is, I don't know. Like Beto O'Rourke, he seems kind of like a phony. Uh, I heard he had a good, a good. He had a good moment. At the last, did you watch the last one? I watched like parts of it. I actually like that Mayor Pete guy. Pete Judge. He seems like a nice guy. At least I love Mayor Pete. I love Mayor Pete. I think some of the biggest questions that we have to ask, and that just comes with me being a minority. But is America ready for for a gay president? Right. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm I'm just kidding. I heard. I heard Charlamagne the God ask Pete that. He had a Pete Buttigieg had an interview on Breakfast Club here recently, and I really do like um, um, Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Um, no, but you're right. Is America? That's. I mean, that's a a question to ask. Like that, you can't ignore. Like 
how many like many parts of the nation like really that that would be a deciding factor you know right and then other countries as well you know are they willing to accept yeah i mean other countries are way less progressive than we are right i really like mayor pete because um because of reasons why a lot of minorities like him it's because he has he has different agendas for you know for black people (laughs) you know like he has a He's got a plan and he has certain plans and it's it's named after like Frederick Douglass. Um, but it's a plan that he has for, you know, uh, addressing the oppression of African-Americans. And and he has a plan for at least assisting in getting them out of the, yeah you know, do you uh, situation that we're I know that. I know that yeah some of the big like Republican heads think that uh like Democrats have used African Americans as a uh like a talking point without like doing anything about it. Like I didn't know what you thought about that like how Kanye West for example he's like don't um you don't have to be Democrat like automatically if you're African American. Like I was just curious about what your take on that was. Um, so, I mean, I think I've stated before in here that like, I'm against like the, the, uh, like the party system. I don't think, I think that you should vote for, so like, I wouldn't vote to be a part of a, like, you don't, you vote for who's going to do the best. Like, I mean, ignore what parties, which you vote for the person that you feel is going to do the best, um, with our entire country, not just certain groups of our country, but the entire country, um, and who will be a good fit for the entire country rather than just one group of people compared to another group of people. I think with this whole party system, there's no compromise. There's no room for compromise. It's just a bunch of, uh, if you vote for this person, this is how it's going to be. If you vote for this person, this is how it's going to be. It's not, if you vote for this person, he's going to work with, you know, the government and the public to come out with the best possible solution for us. It's known that if you tend to vote for, I guess the Republican party, then you're voting for protecting your your money and you know i don't know these are just like general stereotypes that go with it right you're just grouping yourself with that stereotype rather than putting yourself in a situation to come up with the best outcome for all people yeah. so with that being said i'm not a fan of a party so i'm not a fan of you just voting for a democrat so i guess it, what kanye said like just cuz you're black doesn't mean that you have to vote democratic um it's just yeah. You, you really don't. You vote for what's good for the people. You vote for the person that has the no, best. And plan. I totally, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. And uh, like political heads, like not really caring about people and like just using them as uh, just ways to build up their own reputation or whatnot. Like, yeah, you don't like if you're a white southerner, you don't have to be Republican. If you're like a northern Yankee, you're you don't like you really don't have. So yeah, I'm anti picking sides like just because you're supposed to, I guess, or like lumped into that. Right. So yeah, I agree. And I just hate the reputations that come with each. I don't want to be called a liberal. I don't want to be called a Republican. I don't want to be called a Democratic, a Democrat. I guess at some point you kind of got to pick something, but it's hard for me to want to be a part of anyone when there's so much divide or so much I don't know. I just don't like the opinions of certain sides, right? 
Yeah. Of all sizes. So basically, yeah. I don't know. That's not really something I've really spent the time thinking about. Obviously, it's something that we have to think about. I've just kind of been caught up on the fact that Russian interference kind of determined our our votes during the presidential, you know, election in twenty sixteen. So it's kind of hard for me with, I guess, bills that were being pushed to, you know, provide security and fight against those type of things that was denied by, you know, um, what's our guy, Mitch, Mitch, the, you know, so we're not doing anything to prevent ourselves from having Russian interference again in our political campaign. So it's hard for me to feel like, okay, if I go out here and vote that it's going to be, you know. Yeah, matter, I just, I guess. yeah, I don't know how there, there's no, so how do you find a solution to stop like, uh, other countries from getting in on our, like, cause it wasn't the Russian, like, then they influenced a lot of people on Twitter. Like they made a lot of Twitter bots and like, um, yeah, they did all the Twitter bots and then they, they would run things that kind of divided people. So they would post things that spark the hate that would divide yeah. people. I mean, that's just, that's crazy how like they just pretty much did that from infiltrating Twitter and like that just, it's so Twitter is so ingrained in our society now that it's that really like affected a lot of people. And I don't know if it really like determined the election or not. Cause I haven't really seen any solid proof on that. Um, right. But I mean, I definitely think they did that though. Uh, at least somewhat, but I, that, that kind of ties in with like um, privacy in general, like um, how like Russians are like monitoring internet traffic in like America just because everything's connected and like, uh, I don't know, it's crept into like Amazon Alexas and Google Homes and stuff like, um, I don't know, I don't trust any of that. That's getting into more like conspiracy talk, I guess. But I mean, do you trust your privacy now with all the stuff that you have, like all the electronics and stuff that you use? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I don't think about it, like, because it's a the negative thought, like that, like somebody could be monitoring every, like, every time I pull up my phone, like who I talk to, like my phone calls, internet. Um, the scary part is like it's came out that like the uh, like the cameras inside your homes and stuff that people use for monitoring robberies like uh, they people have listened in on like couples fighting and uh, like just for entertainment and stuff like it's been proved. Dude, that's creepy. <laughs> so like you know I don't trust those or like Alexas or. Um, even like your webcam, I guess it's like kind of sketch. I definitely don't trust my webcam. I'm always like covering that bad boy up. And even like I'm doing anything. So I used to have the idea like I would just tell myself like, hey, I don't care about uh, privacy and stuff like that because I'm not doing anything yeah. wrong. Right. Um, and like, but that's just that's stupid. <laughs> I, I think that's stupid that I thought that way because you want your sense of privacy. You don't want to feel like people are listening to everything that you're saying or have access to your stuff yeah. that is oh, yeah, you're entitled to you, is. right? Like I would you're be entitled for privacy, privacy, like as an American, like, and right. we have the ability to access like anything we want, like in China, like there's a whole 
internet blockade kind of thing, like where you can't even access certain right. sites. Like we have complete freedom, but I guess with that comes like breaches of privacy. Um, so it's, right. it's scary, but yeah, sometimes I'm like, I mean, I'm just an average guy. Like who would, I guess I'd be more scared if I was like famous and, uh, right. if I had more going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I mean, when this podcast blows up, uh, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, man, yeah, it's scary, dude. But uh, like I said, I don't like to think about it. It's definitely scary. There are definitely moments in my day to day where I'm like, I'd be mortified if that got out. Which is, you know, yeah. you know, me and it's like in the yeah, restroom or singing in the shower or. And like everybody's had that moment where you like you've thought about something in your head or talked about it, and then it pops up in your ads. That's see that creeps like, me out. That creeps me out. Man, I think it's. I don't think they're listening necessarily. I just think like the internet has such good, um, like formulas and like ways you know of like what, what, what site. I think it. Yeah, what site you're looking at, your search history, um, like even your person. They like monitor your, like somehow your personality and stuff, and they just like throw ads towards you. Like I've taken advertising classes and like they try to get every single form of data they can get from you. Uh, it's scary. Creepy. Freaking creepy. Creepy talk. Creepy talk. Um, what else was trending on Twitter? Uh, Besides that, a little bit of nothing. You feel what I'm saying? Tony a Soprano. Bit this, a little bit of that. Have you seen the show Snowfall? Up, no, Tony? I need to watch Snowfall, by the way. Uh, on FX, um, but I don't know. It says Tony Soprano. Um, oh, it says what is your top three HBO characters of all time? All right, you go. You got three. Um, HBO characters: Jon Snow. This will be a good segue into our uh, yeah, Jon Snow. Um, what are some other HBO shows? Like, why can't? Why am I blanking? I mean, Tony Soprano's up there, even though, like, I really haven't watched um, The Sopranos. The Sopranos. Because, like, every, it's kind of like one of those force shows everybody wants you to watch. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm trying to think. What are yours? The fact that you gave Jon Snow such a, like, like high ranking. Jon Snow started to piss me off towards the end. Yeah, he did fall off. So, my top three. Yeah, my God, he fell off. Uh, my top three. Um... Let's see. All right, so Tony Soprano, I would put in mind, but that's because I love like mafia stories. And the only reason why I started watching HBO was because of Tony was because of the Sopranos. Um, second um, would probably be Spencer Strasmore, which is played by The Rock Johnson in the show Ballers, which is one of my top TV shows um, on HBO. Okay, um, and then Turtle. From uh, Entourage, <laughs> I was about to say, uh, yeah, like Vincent Chase or uh, Johnny Drama. Yeah, Johnny Drama is hilarious. Um, but then there's so many good shows, man. There's so many good shows on HBO. Yeah, also like um, True Detective, uh, like Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, uh, and then the new show with uh, about prostitution uh, with. Uh, uh, What's it called? Uh, who's the guy that plays in all the movies with uh, Joe or 
Seth Rogen. Um. Oh, James Franco or James Franco? Yeah, I he's got a show, show on. Uh, yeah, it's about prostitution. And that new Zendaya show. show. Damn, that was on Zephoria. Uh, Euphoria, that was a good. Sh- Euphoria, bro, that's so many good shows. All right, I couldn't do a top three. I could, I really couldn't. I couldn't either. Just quality programming. I'm gonna be honest, man. The in Euphoria, the football player guy who was the quarterback. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Give me his name. Jacob. What about his it? name is Jacob Lorbry. I don't know his real name, but he plays the quarterback. Dude, he probably is one of my after seeing his performance in Euphoria, he's become one of my top actors right now. Um I uh by far. He's just really, really good looking. As a no, no <laughs> pause. <laughs> He's a good looking guy. Um, and he fit that bad boy like uh, role really, really good in Euphoria. Even though he had like this curiosity within him, he was like very, very still tough and very edgy. You know, he was just, he was just <clears throat> badass. I, yeah, that was an interesting show. It. it was really different than anything I've seen. And then his sensitivity whenever he was going through it with his dad and stuff like that, even his crime scenes and stuff. He's just really, really good at his role. He did a great job. Everybody from that show was amazing. All the girls, like all the main girls and their stories and how they became the young ladies, them trying to figure themselves out. It just it kind of reminded me of like high school days. Besides ours was less ratchet with less drugs and parties and all that good stuff. Yeah, it was definitely like dramatized, like, extreme i don't know how high schoolers are now it might be i don't think it's that bad but it was no girls definitely did not dress that way back in the day yeah i mean i think this sounds like one of those classic old people like hating on the younger generation thing but like we were like the literally the last people that kind of experienced like no internet and then the internet um so well at least like when did we start getting on the internet? I guess like freshman year high school was like Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Yeah. I would say oh, MySpace, yeah, MySpace. kind of came out when we were in like what middle school. Yo, MySpace was the best though. Cause you had like profile songs and stuff. Like it was way more customizable. I enjoyed right. MySpace. And we were all basically coders I, uh, at that time because it was, it was never just like a, like change your background of this. You have to go take the code from some website that somebody <laughs> put together and then copy and paste it into like different sections in your, in your profile. And then it would pop up. And then Dude, that was, it was just crazy. Well, yeah. We didn't even realize we were coding at the time. I feel like we've talked about this before. No, like that coding thing. But yeah, I mean, probably. And then also the brands putting them in the top was the worst. Cause I never had any idea eight. of like how, yeah, that was always rough. I always did yeah, like a top do five, top I guess, just like and top four, top five. Yeah, yeah, top eight. And I would just tell friends like it's no specific <laughs> order. It's just you're in there. Yeah, like, you're in there. Eight, right? like, I was like six, like six of them for sure were going to be there. And then like you were like, well, uh, I guess I'll throw in these two. And there, I was like, they probably didn't even know I was yeah, in. Why I put them in there? They're like, really? Huh? And then they felt obligated right. to put me in theirs or something like something weird. 
as they should. Um, they had us ranking our friends, bro, back in middle ruthless. school. Isn't that crazy? Like, <laughs> I remember, I, I, I think we had had this conversation because I, I think it was to the point of I was dating a girl and she would not put me above Chris Brown. Like, Chris Brown stayed her number one. That used to break my heart. Man. I mean, pe- people I put famous people as their top eight. Yeah. And I'm telling her, like, you'll never meet this guy ever in your life. Like, he'll never, he didn't even know you exist. That's and kinda, he was her number one on Facebook lame, or on MySpace. It was very lame. Even though I had Cassie as my number one, but we ain't going to talk about Cassie, that. Cassie, back in the day, it probably been not. like T Swift for me or something. Oh, my God. I don't know. She's don't been out so, that long? Actually. Lord have mercy. You listen to her new album? No, I have not. I've been listening to <laughs> Post Malone's albums. All right, uh, I know Kanye West is coming out with uh, like his church church album next Friday. Bro, that might get me back in church. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I'm I'm a I go to church like semi regularly, but yeah, I'm definitely trying to uh, get focused back on that. Maybe maybe it will like right. those uh. Kanye West Sunday service things seemed beautiful. They're lit, man. And he, just seeing all that spirit in one place and all those people kind of just... Really? I yeah. don't know if those are like recruiting people or is that just like... Does everyone know how to sing in Chicago or wherever the heck he pops up to do these? Because they're all really? talented. I mean, I'm envious of like black churches. Like the, the choirs really? and stuff. It's like way more inspirational than um, the churches I've been to. It's like really modern music and like like rock right. It's it's no it's good like most of the time but so, sometimes you want to hear like have some spirit like yeah like the six oh eights and stuff so I did I used to do the little exchanges back in my church and like our family would go as and represent our church at like a white church and then they would obviously send like some people from the white church over to the black church um, and I would go and do these things and there were certain churches that I would go to um, when I was very very young. And I just remember that once you had this like little itinerary and church, like in a black church, you kind of like, those are like, that's the route that you want to take, but it's always kind of everywhere. Like maybe you have hymns right here and then the sermon. And then after that, it's like communion, but you could like branch off into some whole other stuff or they just might be like, forget the sermon. We're just going to sing all church service or the the sermon might last an hour longer than you want it to. <laughs> or just stuff, or there might be too many communions in one service. But if you go to a white church, whatever they had in that little booklet is exactly how they went. Now, I feel like there was even time slots on these bad boys. It was like 30 <laughs> minutes for the sermon and then five minutes on the, on the hymns You're at like, the end. Let's wrap it up out, here. I got to go watch football. <laughs> no, but, and I, and I love that. And like, and then on now after you, that, you, you look at the time, like the, the time slots. Yeah, I love I love getting out in a reasonable time. The worst thing about a black church was like going and being there from 11 o'clock until one, sometimes two o'clock in the afternoon. No, I was about to ask that. Like, that's the, like, um, what's what you hear all the time is like black churches, like three hours. Last too long too like, no, I get it. Like, I don't want to be that guy that complains about like, oh, I've been here for over like 45 minutes. Ew. It's like, you feel like... (laughs) such a millennial type person when you do that. But yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's like our, 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 uh, 
consciousness. What is what I'm trying to say? Like our, uh, like our attention spans. Yeah. It's like gotten, gotten so yeah, low. Now. We're, we're on our phones all day. Mm. And yeah. But I, I try to watch it even on like the streams of it stuff when I can't even, when I don't even want to go like physically. But. Right. And then now they've kind of become concerts. Like it's like a, it's a concert, right? Like you go there, a lot of stand-in performing, a lot of the light shows and the smoke on the stages. Yeah. It's like the mega church type thing, which I'm not hating on all mega churches, but like, have you watched that new HBO? We were talking about HBO earlier, but there's a new one with Danny McBride, like the about a mega church. Uh, I haven't seen it, but it's got him and the guy from uh, Workaholics like Central Show. It's got John Goodman. This is dead dad. Um, no, but it's it that it's kind of like definitely hating on mega churches. Um, I mean, I think it's like definitely playing on that. What is that guy? Joel Olstein down in Texas, the the one that's on TV right. and like makes millions of dollars and uh, like wouldn't let people in for the hurricane, <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like just a, just a persona. So I guess that gives people a negative taste in their mouth about mega churches. It just doesn't make sense. I don't, I'm not going to say that it doesn't make sense, but I will say that. So I, I don't, it's kind of hard to say because you can't, it, it just, re- I don't know. It really depends because I can't tell a preacher, you know, since I'm not in that profession and I really don't know much about that profession. I can't tell him what I think he needs or does it need for his job, but I don't think any preacher needs a private jet to be able to travel from one place to another right like i don't think that a preacher needs a yeah. well yeah there's level there's levels to it for, right? there's there's like, so many levels to this stuff you don't right? need a pri- like, it's like such a like a christian type thing is like you don't need the material things but and then they the private life they have the, the biggest cars and whatever so but there's a balance like you still want to like live comfortably and that's like yeah, like live comfortably, but like don't have a. Yeah, be like Warren Buffett, like the richest man in the USA. He lives in like a normal neighborhood. Maybe yeah, not right. that. Like I would, st- I would still have like. <laughs> I'd rather yeah, have a cool right. house though than like all these type of cars, which I. He probably lives in a normal neighborhood, and then he takes the elevator down into the basement, <laughs> like and it's the, like a mansion. <laughs> Yeah, like a whole bunker up underground. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, but yeah, what's uh, what is our question of the day that we received? Hey guys, I was just introduced to your old podcast, and I gotta say, I am a big fan. <laughs> I really like listening to you guys and the topics you choose each week. I just had a quick question that I think could give me and uh, some of your other viewers a little more insight on the type of people that you all are. It's a three part question, but. What movies, books, and people have had the biggest influence in your life? Looking forward to hearing your answers. Thank wow. you. Ooh, nice. That was very nice. Nice voice. That was a nice voice. She sounds sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah, but we won't. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was like a would get some insight i gotta think about that for a minute so right, our, i'll go first our, our biggest influences all right so from, biggest influences as far as movies go for it 
that have defined you as a person, like to the core? That have I defined guess. me as a person. That's so we'll just, that's kind of basically what she's asking. Right? Let's tip for tat it, right? And then I'm gonna, let's start off with music, okay? Um, okay. All right. So the music that has pretty much made me who I she am. Didn't ask, she didn't ask music, did she? No, she did uh, movies, books, people. What movies, books, and people have had the biggest influence in your life? Sheesh. But throw the, throw the music out. I know, I know that we're both uh, Kid Cudi influenced. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then we don't have to. All right, so all right, so to begin, I'm going to start with people. People who have had the biggest influence on my life. I'm going to choose a music artist. <laughs> That's the trick, right? That's around it, right? All so right. Um, I would really like it. Sounds so corny to say, and I know people, a lot of people kind of have this um, idea. But if I had to like pick a a person, people, damn, that is hard. I don't want to do a music artist. People that have had the biggest influence on my life. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do music. Like, we're just pointing out like a person in our life. That really, okay. Uh, I mean, a famous person, I guess, too. I won't do a famous person, I guess. Okay, so. I would just say overall, the women in my life, the family, I guess, like my aunts, my grandmothers, specifically my Nana. Uh, I love my Nana to death. Uh, her name is Flossie O. Faulkner. <laughs> Golly, that's government. <laughs> I love your Nana. Uh, but Nana, she's the greatest woman in my life. There was a time where um, I was figuring out where home was for me. And she was the person who made her home my home. So um, I love her to death. Um, I have my grandmother, uh, good old Peggy. She's always prayed for me since a very young age. So she's been one of the biggest influences. And then, of course, uh, last but not least, you know, Susan, uh, which just all this is just around women, very strong women, women who have been single, women have who are you know, newly married. I, for instance, my Nana, she's never been married again. I think strong women overall have had the biggest influence on my life. I feel you. Um, my person or persons, I guess, I would, like starting out, it's my grandpa. Uh, he passed away when I was about like 12 or 13, but he, uh, him and my grandma lived down the street from us growing up, like four houses down. So it was just like really close from the, from, from the beginning. And, uh, like I remember going to, I lived by Frisch's. So we went to Frisch's. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had an architecture office like right near it. Like I was just, he just accomplished so much in his life. He's a war hero. Like the right. type of person that like, like his accomplishments, like set up our whole family right. for generations of like, uh, just because of one man almost. So it's, that's what's right. incredible to me. And uh, then like my dad, of course, and my mom and, I'm throwing out these stare like obvious ones, but then like maybe my eighth grade football coach, Coach Neil, yeah. what's up? And his wife was the my language arts teacher. They were just the nicest people, and he was just a funny guy, and uh, just like taught me a bunch of life lessons. All right, so just piggybacking off of what you said, I would have to say one of the most influential people in my life was my safe teacher, Miss Sebastian, because I spent a lot of time with her in safe, um, and she taught me my incursive. She taught me all the stuff that I was missing out in class. She took her time to teach me that. And then also whenever I was getting in trouble in class, um, she would give me like incentives. If I did well for a week, I was able to go to her classroom during lunchtime and play with Legos. Um, you so said that, she taught you cursive? 
Yeah, she taught me cursive. She taught me how to write my Dude, name. Cursive is a dying oh, art. I'm glad I know cursive still. Like they don't they don't teach yeah, it anymore. No, nah, cursive was beautiful. Uh, yeah, and I think my cursive is still pretty good. I think it's dope because we know something that the younger generation doesn't know. Nothing was better than like the grandma's cursive, like letter to you or something. Yeah, uh, beautiful, beautiful and penmanship. Twenty minutes, twenty minutes trying to read it. I'm like, what does this say? <laughs> what is what is that? Because <laughs> everyone's cursive is different yeah, from everyone. Else, you know, um, what was the next thing? Books. What's your book? Most influential book. Um, uh, that's assuming we read. Bro, I, I really don't read. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do read for like class and stuff, but no book inspired my life. So if I, I'll just replace books with music um, because while some people were reading, I was just listening to music. I would say Kid Cudi, listening to Kid Cudi and Kanye West growing up probably was the biggest influences on my life. I would say Kanye because he helped me develop an ego um, and kind of just shows you that having confidence and being confident in your ability and your, and your uniqueness is, it's not bad, you know? Um, and then I would say Kit Cuddy because I just think as a kid growing up in general and, and just in general, I think you have times where you feel alone. You feel like you're the only person that understands what you're going through at that moment. And you, you just feel like no one else can understand you. I would say Kid Cudi kind of made it to where every he normalized being alone and then gave you the tools and gave you the confidence to get out of those lonely moments. I feel that. So. I actually agree. Kid Cudi, like from the moment I listened to his first songs, I was like just speaking because he had the same like mental struggles as everybody and he wasn't like the typical rapper that um, talked about how much money they got and – how many girls there with so it's it was refreshing right. uh but books wise i get i no order like bernstein bears <laughs> like childhood books right. um or that or like all those childhood books were just nostalgic uh holes i know we talked about holes before that was like my favorite book and the bible so and, and the bible i love how you threw that and i've read two chapters of the bible so i ain't even gonna lie to y'all and make it seem like the I've Bible read the Bible, but it's been a book. long time. Like I'd like to, but uh, what was the next one? Movies it comes down to movies. This is the final topic. Yeah. What's your? Uh, I guess I go first if you want me to. Yeah, you go ahead. You take this one um, over. Influence when I when I think of influential, like I think like my favorite as like a kid almost like that I still like so. Right. I'd have to go with like a goofy movie. <laughs> the goofy the, movie? Yeah. Leaning Tower of Cheese. Leaning Tower of Cheese. Ah, that's such a good um, movie. But it had the best, like, I, I brought this song up. Like, it had the best ending when they went to like the Powerline concert um, at the end, which was like a knockoff of Michael Jackson almost, but like, right. I'm trying to play like a clip of it. If I could take but it had the best it. Disney like. It's beautiful. Best like uh, Disney soundtrack. Was that actually Michael Jackson, or was that like a real knockoff Michael Jackson? And like when he's dancing at the end, what I was like, 
but yeah, he was like the coolest Disney character. So like, it made you feel cool as a kid, you know? So, yeah. Max. Yeah. That or like older. I like, have you seen big fish movie? No, it's a, uh, as I forget, but it, big fish. Anybody else? Anybody, anybody has seen it, but it's like, it's a weird, a weird movie that makes me cry every time. It's, it's not like necessarily yeah. sad, but it's like, it's, it's just like this guy's life story and it like right. brings it all together. And I don't want to explain it, but those have, those have seen it. <laughs> it's a good movie. Nice. So I guess if I was to pick influential movies, it would be movies that I saw while I was in uh, an academy growing up. Um, and these are very thoughtful movies, movies that I guess provoke thought and kind of inspire you. Um, the first one I would say is Pursuit of Happiness by Will Smith. Um, that's just a very Good beautiful choice. movie. Um, and see, yeah, and seeing his his that guy's grind, and you know, seeing him go from having nothing to being you know a very successful individual, and just his work ethic, and you know, while staying in homeless shelters, he was getting ready for big interviews and big you know. So that just kind of teaches you to not quit. Um, it also teaches you that like there is no timeline for success. So just because others are reaching this level of success at a very young age, it doesn't mean that your you know oh, yeah. your light at the end of the tunnel isn't further along or your success is still there. So and then the last I would say would probably be um, just Fast and the Furious movies, just because they were just bad a. Very entertaining to watch growing up. I'll give you that. Um, Paul Walker was just really, really, yeah. That that was some of my top movies, but it would definitely be probably Pursuit of Happiness as one of the most influential. And then um, Never Back Down because Never Back Down was a movie like a, I like show movies that like are yeah don't yeah be like I put uh, like Rocky movies in there too like or Creed like just like uh, mm-hmm. yeah Never Back Down had everybody wanting to be a UFC fighter in high school. Right. Like like a fight club got started that never happened. It had everybody having some false sense of confidence that you could beat up two or three dudes <clears> at the same time. But yeah, it, that movies was hard for me because I just love so many movies. It's like, I guess all of them have mm-hmm. just formed into one. Like it's just, they all inspire you in different ways. Like, um, right. They're just a page to a book of inspiration, right? Like, this song, this movie, this person, these are all just pages in the book. Like my book is pretty thick. So I, it's really hard for me to just name two or three people or one or two books or a couple movies yeah, if, because there's, I, I feel like I'm feeding off of someone every single day. I'd, I'd literally have to make a list, like a hundred long list of movies that would all be like influential in different ways. Like whether it's like making you feel good, making you inspired, making you sad, making yeah. you just creatively inspired or anything so uh right and my last but not least most influential person that has changed my life is barack obama (laughs) and he is on and he has done that simply because he was one of the first black men to become president and that just sets the bar extremely high what do you mean he was one of the first he was the first one of the first because he's partial he's like 50 50 or whatever but he was the I, it's hard for me to say he's like the full. He, he wasn't no full blood black person in the White House, right? You know, he was mixed. Word. But Michelle Obama was the first 
black first lady. <laughs> I think I was just I was listening to Bill Burr. Uh, you like Bill Burr, the comedian? Oh my god, he has one of the funniest stand-ups on Netflix right now. But he uh, he was just talking bad about like any first ladies. He's like, oh, he's like, what did you do? <laughs> he's like, what, what did you? This is the easiest job. He's like, the, he's like, the minute there's going to be a, a a women president, um, you are not like anytime the man speaks, the first man or whatever the the president's husband, everybody's going to be like, shut up. That's <laughs> 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 her time. So it's like, he's all uh, Bill Burry. He's always a uh, he's hilarious. I love him. My recommendation would be to check out his comedy special. For sure. Uh, for sure. All right, brother. Um, I'll wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to Ebony and Ivory podcast show. Um, obviously, me and John, we just love getting together and having some conversation a couple times a week or once a week, whenever the chance we get. And you all get to be a part of that. Yeah. So it's been a nice little smooth conversation. Uh, this is 105.5 The, the Ride. Uh, late night hour coming in. Let's get on the late night RB <laughs> hosts. That'd be fun. Let's just do. Let's do a in, per, in, in person. Let's impersonate impersonations for an entire episode. I'm ready. I'm good with impersonations. That could be next episode. But yeah, we're out. No, I'm just playing. We'll be back. I just. All right. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>